What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, goo. Get ready for the Rolling Stones on the AARP Senior Moments Tour. I take lots of medication. To relieve my constipation. The Rolling Stones AARP Senior Moments Tour. Playing all of your Senior Moment favorites. Under my chair, I dropped the TV remote. The Rolling Stones AARP Senior Moments Tour. Tickets on sale now. All shows start at 3.30 p.m. Somebody help me up. Because I'm falling and I can't get up. You gotta help me up. This is not headline news. Over the weekend, legendary rock band Kiss wrapped up their farewell tour at Madison Square Garden. Their performance went pretty well. Only two members of the band broke a hip. Ozzy Osbourne turned 75 yesterday. Science is still trying to explain it. And Kenny G has recorded a new album of lullabies. So just curious, what were all of his other albums? This is not Headline News. Hoo-ha! is Charlotte County Speaks, your chance to let your voice be heard on local, state, and national issues. And now, broadcasting live from a dumpy little warehouse behind a Taco Bell, the host of Charlotte County Speaks, Ken Lovejoy. News Radio 1580 and 100.9 FM, WCCF, this is Charlotte County Speaks. Ken Lovejoy with you on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. 9.10 is the time. Phone lines open at 941-206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. You can email us, the address ccspeaks at live.com. And if you miss a show, find them all at spreaker.com under 
WCCF. Kicking it off right now, uh, folks, as you know, uh, uh, being a being a uh, law enforcement officer, tough gig, families full of cops, love them, respect them, uh, but we're down a lot of police officers here in the uh, state of Florida. And Attorney General Ashley Moody is ramping up law enforcement recruitment efforts with a new interview series highlighting out-of-state officers who answered the call to become a Florida hero. And uh, very honored to have her on the phone with me right now, Attorney General Ashley Moody. Thank you very much for uh, joining us this morning. Great to be with you, Ken, and and always a pleasure to be invited on Charlotte County Speaks. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, no problem at all. Now, tell us more about the series. This is uh, this is a, a really neat thing, and uh, uh, it it also uh, uh, highlights how many officers are actually taking advantage of the opportunity to become an LEO here in Florida. Yeah, just a little background. So, you know, in the summer of 2020, we saw riots across the nation. Uh, you know, it was, it was so disheartening to see so many leaders out there, you know, almost justify the riots and criticize police among the rallying cry of defund police. And we knew here in Florida that that would never fly. And so we pushed very hard to make sure not only our law enforcement here in Florida, but around the nation knew that we were the most pro-law enforcement state in the nation, that not only were we not going to defund police, in fact, we passed legislation to make that uh, impossible. We started giving bonuses and training incentives and helping our heroes buy houses in the counties that they live. And we started pushing this out nationwide and within Florida to attract more folks to these ranks. We know if there are gaps in ranks, it affects morale. It affects the safety of communities. It affects uh, the ability of law enforcement to build that bond and and and. Um, make sure that folks trust them to do the jobs of mm-hmm. policing ourselves, leave, living under a rule of law. And so we set out to launch within my office a recruitment tool called Be a Florida Hero. And we were not only focusing on out-of-state officers, and I do want to highlight that because Charlotte County has um, received a lot of these law, law enforcement officers from out-of-state, but also those that were maybe thinking of switching professions or starting out in Florida in the law enforcement profession. We've seen great Success, And while many places around the nation are just hemorrhaging mm-hmm. law enforcement officers, Florida is attracting them, and it means a lot for the strength of our state and our communities. Indeed. And uh, uh, now, is there still a sign-on? Because I, as I recall, Governor DeSantis had a, a sign-on bonus for uh, LEOs who are moving from out of state and want to come here to Florida. Yes. In fact, we highlight this on our Be a Florida Hero a website, anyone outside or in Florida can go on com. click on an area of the state. It will provide all of the opportunities, whether it's state law enforcement, county law enforcement, municipal law enforcement, even airport law enforcement offer opportunities. Uh, it's a great place to stop and it go- start, and it goes through all of the opportunities and incentives and bonuses that are available for our law enforcement. Again, we think that Florida is a great place to be a law enforcement officer, especially if you're living in a place like Illinois, yeah. um, New, York, New York, California. Yeah. And we're seeing we're seeing the results in Charlotte County. You've had folks move from out of state. You know, we're pushing out. We're making sure they know about how supportive we are and how much we love our law enforcement men and women in Florida. We're seeing law enforcement move here from all over the country. They're uprooting their families. They're leaving. Um, you know, generational law enforcement 
traditions to come here and begin a new tradition in a state where they're appreciated and valued. And and what's nice about this is you, you also sit down with some of these officers and, and talk to them about their decision for moving down here. And uh, it's pretty enlightening, and it's also uh, uh, very heartening as well to see these guys uh, uh, come down here, take the leap of faith, and, uh, uh, and do the job that they uh, love to do. Yeah, it's so important. You know, I can say, I'll, you know, till I'm blue in the face— <laughs> Uh, we are the most pro and law enforcement state in the nation. Check out our opportunities. You know, take a chance on Florida. Uh, but when they hear it from others that have done it, you know, I sat, I call it, we call it the Sunshine Salute sit down series. I sit down with officers, ask them why they come here. And you can, the others that are considering it from around the nation can hear from them, even those considering it within Florida, of why it's such a great place to be a law enforcement officer. That, you know, shows that this is not just, you know, puff. This is not just us, you know, trying to, you know, sell someone on what may not be true. Florida truly puts its action where its mouth is. I mean, we follow it up with, like you said, bonuses and all these other incentives. And it's not just that. It is the people of Florida really come out strong for their law enforcement men and women. They do do value them. In fact, I'll never forget it when I had someone tell me. I knew when they told me I could keep my car in my driveway and I I wouldn't have to be nervous about that, that I had made the right decision. Think about that. Think about that. (laughs) Being in another state and not feeling like you could have your patrol car um, and and feel comfortable with that outside your home. That's not the case here in Florida. And I just you know, I'm just so grateful to be a Floridian. My family's been here five generations. I love this state, and I love its people, because we have common sense, and we value freedom, and we value the men and women that protect those freedoms and protect our safety. And it's just so um, heartwarming. I encourage all Floridians to check out our um, Sunshine Salute sit-down series with these brave men and women in law enforcement, uh, and you can do that by uh, following us at AG Ashley Moody. Indeed. And folks, all you got to do, you know, a lot of these uh, uh, recruits that you're going to see in these sit downs are uh, uh, people from Illinois, New York, Philadelphia. Look what's happening in cities all across Illinois, New York and Pennsylvania. Uh, They're becoming lawless because uh, the local blue state governments around there are all about defunding police. It puts these police in a very precarious position. You know, they want to do their job, but they also don't want to be harassed by their own government for doing their job. And so that's why I think you're seeing a lot of uh, 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 people who are invested in law enforcement and love the profession and want to do a good job in law enforcement are coming here to Florida. And I think it's awesome that uh, that you're doing this uh, series highlighting these uh, uh, men and women who've chosen to make Florida their new law enforcement home, and uh, I hope it—I hope it helps with recruiting because I know we're still down uh, uh, twenty or thirty officers, if not more, here in Charlotte County, and I know that's probably the case across the state. Uh, uh, how? What do you hear uh, in regards to our local police academies uh, and statewide police academies? Are we, are we seeing more recruits? We are definitely those from from out of state. And what we're also encouraging Floridians to consider is, you know, if you have ever felt that call, and I believe serving as a law enforcement officer is a is a calling. I and mean, you, mm-hmm. you really, truly have to feel that way. They put their safety behind ours. 
We ask them to do just daring, incredible things every day. And so, you know, I've asked Floridians, you know, consider if you've ever thought about it, now would be the time. There are so many reasons to get into this field. I've had personal discussions with moms that have stayed home with their kids and now are wanting to go back into the field and are, are taking this this uh, leap of faith in this new profession. They just want to be a part of making their communities better. Uh, and those that have left other fields that wouldn't necessarily seem to equate with a law enforcement position, leaving the financial field or others to become a law enforcement officer. I am just so inspired by those that are signing up. And Florida is on the right track. We are setting ourselves apart from the other states and cities around the nation that cannot attract law enforcement. We know that in some places in Florida, we even have waiting lists to become an officer in those jurisdictions. Good. So that's our goal, right? Yeah, to make sure definitely. that we fill positions as soon as they become available. Yes, indeed, definitely. How, uh, uh, now, we we see what's, what's going on nationwide. How has that affected uh, your office? Uh, it seems like uh, uh, we're getting a lot of illegal aliens across the border. Uh, how is that affecting what you guys do? Well, as you know, So much of what we're seeing, the insanity that we are seeing, not just at our border, but in many of our cities around the nation, it's really just uh, ignoring the rule of law by the executive leaders that are put in place there. That's what's happening at the border. You have President Biden and others that are just ignoring federal immigration law. As you know, the state of Florida and my office have been aggressive and pushing back on that. You know, when we were founded as a nation... Uh, the federal government said we will be, uh, you know, we will be in charge of immigration and nationality, and courts have, have held us to that. But what's happening is when you get somebody like Biden in the office that's completely ignoring the law and just opening up the border, it's causing a lot of havoc in our states. And you're seeing this around the nation now that some of these blue states are declaring states of emergency, yeah. right? <laughs> and so, you know, I've been I've been very aggressive and, and pushing back and holding them true to, to their responsibility of following the law, but what you're seeing at the border and what you're seeing in these other places is just executive leaders like the president, like mayors, like governors, just ignoring the law. And when that happens, it upends our our separation of powers, our assurances to our citizens that we will follow the laws that they enact through their representatives, and it creates chaos and danger. And so in Florida, we've been pushing back against not only the federal government to make them do their jobs, and we've also made sure as executive leaders here we're following the laws and we're making sure that our laws are tweaked to protect our citizens. So whether that's mass retail theft, it's hitting record levels around the nation, we're being very proactive and aggressive, or whether that's nonsense policies like zero bail or, um, you know, decriminalizing major felonies. That's not happening here because we're being proactive. We're doing our jobs and that's enforcing the law. Well, I know it's a tough job that you're doing, and we appreciate it. And, folks, if you want to find out more, just log on to MyFloridaLegal.com. You can also log on to BeAFloridaHero.com and check this out. If you're young out there and you're considering a a career in law enforcement, do so. Log on to BeAFloridaHero.com. Find out what uh, uh, how good it can actually be when you uh, live in a state where people respect the rule of law and law enforcement officers. And I, I hope it's a great success. I hope it uh, uh, definitely gins up a, a better recruitment numbers all across the state of Florida. Uh, Attorney General Moody, I know, you, I know you're uh, pressed for time. you got other stuff to do. But I, I want to thank you so much for uh, taking the opportunity to be here and tell us about this and look forward to speaking with you again soon. 
Absolutely, Ken. Would love to be back with you, and you guys have a great week. You too. Quick break. We'll be right back. Dare you fill my head with such loathsome propaganda. More propaganda coming up with Ken Lovejoy and Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580 WCCF. What was that uh, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy song from the late 1990s? Was it Mo Money, Mo Problems, something like that? Uh, anyway, uh, more EVs, more problems. New report. Uh, Consumer Reports, shocker, found that electric vehicles have almost 80% more problems and are generally less reliable than conventional internal combustion engine cars. In in the uh, special, in the uh, great, you got all these wizards of smart, all these government, all these central planners all around the globe using our tax dollars to subsidize cars that have 80% more problems than existing vehicles. Could make it up if you wanted to. Watchdog on wallstreet.com. That song's running through the Ziggler's head. Just wondering. News Radio 1580, 100.9 FM, WCCF, 929 here, Charlotte County Speaks. Monday. Coming up in the 10 o'clock after a fake news radio update, we'll be discussing uh, current world events with uh, Dan Perkins. Like that. Yeah, once a uh, once again, myfloridalegal.com. Uh, that's Ashley Moody's uh, website there. 
Attorney General, and you can check that out. Or, or again, BeAFloridaHero.com. Check that out. And uh, uh, moving on with uh, apparently Law Enforcement Monday. <laughs> we Good got, morning. We got Chris Hall on the phone now. Chris, how you doing? What's I'm doing well, on? sir. How are you? <laughs> Good. We just had the Attorney General on talking about uh, 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 Be a Florida Hero and uh, uh, recruitment efforts here in the state of Florida to get uh, more law enforcement officer because I know we're still down. How many officers are you guys down at the uh, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office? Oh, gosh, I don't have that number handy, but I think it's somewhere around 40. That's what I heard. I thought it was 20, 30 or 40s. But, uh, yeah, so still room for growth right there. But uh, you've also got uh, uh, a nice, some fun events coming up here. We do. Actually, it's our 20th year of Shop with a Cop. So that's our, our biggest one that we're excited about. And I'm actually uh, here with Jennifer Wilson, who's spearheading that program this year. Good awesome. morning. Good morning, Jennifer. Thanks for being with us. Now, tell us all about it, and what are the dates and times? Well, it is beginning tomorrow. It is our 20th year, so it's a huge event for us. And it's going to be at all four of the Walmarts. Thank you to the Walmart stores for letting us host all four of these events. Awesome. We have one tomorrow. We have one Wednesday the 6th. And then the following week, we have the 12th and 13th. So they're all at different locations. Awesome. Now, where's tomorrow going to be at? Tomorrow is at the Punta Gorda. Punta Gorda, okay. Awesome. And uh, uh, just to uh, uh, kind of go over the, the whole program and, and what the uh, deputies are going to be doing. So we partner with all of the elementary schools uh, in Charlotte County, and we have the counselors kind of work alongside their teams that probably includes the SROs as well, and they select the kids from their school to participate. So there'll be 12 kids from all 10 of the elementary schools in Charlotte County plus the Charlotte Harbor School. So it totals out to be 130-plus participants this year. And uh, they'll, they all get an invite to come to a respective Walmart. They'll show up that day, and our deputies are there, and we'll partner up a deputy with a kid, and they'll go Christmas shopping for their families, for themselves, for whatever they think is best. Uh, they get a $200 limit this year, which is incredible, wow, thanks to the nice. generosity of our community. Yeah. And uh, we'll have Santa and Mrs. Claus on hand. We'll have uh, a wrapping station where the kids can get all the gifts wrapped so mom and dad or parent or guardian don't see exactly what it is they're getting for Christmas. And we take care of all that right there in one, one place. That's awesome. I mean, it's great that you guys do this. It's great that the community is supporting this effort. And given, you know, 200 bucks might not seem like it can go far, but it really can at a Walmart. It really can. And, and you know, it used to be $100. And, you know, last year we upped it to $150. And, you know, the sheriff looked at those carts and he said, I think we can do better. And thanks to the generosity of our community, because as we've mentioned in the past, this is 100% funded by community donations and sponsorships. We don't have a budget for this. So if, if uh, the community keeps giving, we can keep providing this program. And we are very appreciative of all the support we've received for 20 years now. That's amazing. 20 years, shop with a cop, going on December 5th through the 13th at all area Walmarts. 130 kids chosen by guidance counselors and each elementary school, That's plus a Charlotte Harbor School. Just a, a fantastic. Glad you, that uh, you guys are taking part in this, you know, because I, I know, again, you're, you're thin-staffed and you got a lot of stuff going on, so that you take the time to do this is very much appreciated. 
We do, yeah, and, and we're fortunate that we have community partners that, that help us make this possible, and we're fortunate that the other law enforcement agencies around us are participating with us as well. So we'll have Punta Gorda Police Department with us, we'll have Florida Fish and Wildlife with us, and I believe we'll have some Florida Highway Patrol officers with us as well. Awesome, awesome. So uh, what else is going on? Those are the big ones right now. That is our, our main drive, our main focus. Um, but I'm, I'm told that there will also be a special guest visit from uh, Sheriff Bill Promelf awesome. as well. So Good. he'll be attending all of those. I'm not sure if you saw it, the Rotunda West Christmas Parade, but uh, the Sheriff, Bill Promel has been deputized by Santa as an official elf. Awesome. Does that mean he's got to grow a beard now? <laughs> We're trying to get him to grow a beard, but he just won't budge. <laughs> But oh. he will be in his new uniform and uh, greeting all the kids that come through Shop with a Cop uh, at the same time. And, of course, we're always doing our recruitment efforts as well. So anybody that is interested in joining our agency, you cannot be our benefits package. I'll tell you that right now. And, uh, obviously, the people that work here are incredible people, uh, from deputies to civilians to volunteers. We've got the best people around us, for sure. Now, uh, for someone who wants to uh, climb on board the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office, can they find out more recruitment information at ccso.org? They sure can, yeah. ccso.org, on the left-hand side, you'll see open positions. Just click that. And if not, you can always call our uh, call our headquarters here at 941-639-2101 and ask to speak with our recruiter, and, and he'll get you up to speed. Well, Chris, Jennifer, I want to thank you very much for calling in and letting us know about this, and I uh, hope you all have a very uh, safe and happy holiday season. Thank you. You as well. Thanks, Ken. You bet. Take care. Another quick break, folks. We'll be right back. No doubts about it. You have become a great showman. Ken Lovejoy's coming right back with more Charlotte County Speaks on News Radio 1580 WCCF. <laughs> I hear all the time women talk about how we should all be beautiful, how we should all feel beautiful. So it's like, we're all beautiful. Well, first of all, that means we're still valuing women on beauty. <laughs> we're like, well, you have to be beautiful to be important, so we'll just make sure every woman feels beautiful. <laughs> Which is maybe not the right metric. <laughs> also, a uh, little problem with that plan, we're not all beautiful. <laughs> because you've seen someone who's not. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, that's different. <laughs> than that. <laughs> like recently, I was at the same event as Naomi Campbell and people kept wanting us to take a picture together and I was like, no! I'm not gonna document how different humans can be. My skill set doesn't come across in a photograph.
News Radio 1580, 100.9 FM, WCCF. Charlotte County speaks just about 1041. Phone lines are open, whatever you wish to discuss at 941-206-1580. Toll free, 888-441-1580. You know, I dumped the NFL. I kind of quit watching them or, you know, following my team because of all the woke BS. And now we got all this political BS in college football. Can you believe undefeated FSU ain't getting a bowl game? What what the <laughs> hell? What and what's their excuse? Because they didn't have they won without their starting quarterback. Why does that matter? Political hit job is is what it was. I'm not watching any of the bowls. Will not be <laughs> Yeah, like they give a crap that I'm not watching. But nonetheless, it's just, again, seems to be politics. The committee knew that leaving FSU out of the top four, they didn't think it was going to set a precedent because the format's going to change from a top four to the top 12 next year. But what about this year? They figured they could just go ahead and put who they want in the playoffs, knowing they wouldn't have to answer to this anymore in the future. Well, I think they're going to have to. Somebody said uh, Governor DeSantis should uh, send the National Guard out to uh, uh, apprehend all of these uh, board members and give them a little what for. I'm on board with that idea. (laughs) Well, it's just, I mean, it, it just makes them look like idiots. Seriously. Makes them look stupid, makes them look uh, biased, and uh, it's just sad. Those guys at FSU, they've done a fantastic job, and they need to be rewarded. Yeah, how do you, I, I, I don't see how you keep them out without looking like a complete douche. So whoever the board members are, I want names so we can publicly harass them on social media. <laughs> And, well, and that's just it. These uh, The douchebags who did this are media types, and we all, we all know what we think about them. So just sad, just sad. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Well, the holidays uh, are upon us, some of us, anyway. Uh, and you remember Home Alone? When uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin goes grocery shopping by himself, he ends up owing $19.83 after after presenting a dollar-off coupon for orange juice. That was in 1990. Well, somebody on the Tickety Talk calculated how much Kevin would need if he went shopping in 2023 for the same list. A lot more. Frozen TV Dinner 5, Loaf of Bread, Wonder Bread 3, Frozen Mac and Cheese 350, Saran Wrap 450, Half Gallon of Milk 460, Tide Laundry Detergent 13 bucks, Toilet Paper 8 bucks, Half a Gallon of Orange Juice 450, Package of Plastic Army Men 9 bucks, Dryer Sheets 879. So the 20, the $19.83 Back then would be a total of $63.73 now. Well, then you got to factor in the tax. He's looking at 68 bucks. That's, of course, after the uh, 
dollar off coupon. But a user online pointed out that since he lives in Chicago, he'd also need money to pay for bags. <laughs> they charge you for bags now in Chi-Town. Another said, quote, $19.83 in 1990 would equal about $46.68 today. So it's not just inflation. Things are just way too expensive now. So there. In related news, Macaulay received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. His Home Alone mom, Catherine O'Hara, was there. Gotta love her. Uh, from uh, the creek. <laughs> well, if you say uh, the uh, S-C-H-I-T-T-S. Creek, yes. Uh, Catherine O'Hara was there. Uh some people also seem to be surprised at what Macaulay Culkin's voice sounds like now. <laughs> Some people think his uh, voice sounds like his brother Kieran from Succession. Well, he's grown up now. He's not going to sound like little Macaulay Culkin. People don't seem to understand that. 206-1580, toll free, 888-441-1580. Some people love collecting uh, the Beanie Babies. Remember the Beanie Babies? I remember doing a live remote for kicks years ago when Beanie Babies were hot. Lady drives up in a station wagon and the whole back is filled with Beanie Babies. I said, well, what's all that for? I'm going to parlay this into my retirement. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Uh, but a lot of people love collecting stuff and that's cool. And lot uh, I used to have back in the day a lot of VHS tapes too. I, I don't anymore, but if you collected VHS tapes, chances are you had a copy of Titanic, one of the top selling VHS tapes, more than twenty five million in circulation. If you know, sitting in a box in the basement sounds like circulation, but there's a dude right here, Florida, Florida man, named JD. And J.D. says he's trying to collect one million copies of Titanic on VHS. That's around one in 25 copies that have ever existed. So far, he's not even close. He's, but he's still got a hell of a lot. 2,477 copies on VHS of Titanic so far. He's got a long way to go. And he playfully jokes around about his fandom, but uh, the dedication is apparently real. He spent a few years collecting already. Titanic was a double VHS, meaning this is taking up serious space in his house. And he claims he already has the world's largest collection of, Titan of the Titanic soundtrack on CD. Wow. Obviously, he's not going to get uh, a million of those by hitting up thrift shops so he needs your help ladies and gentlemen he's asking people to donate their spare copies spare copies who's got a spare cop how about an old copy that they don't watch anymore because it's on dvd or streaming now and they really don't need yeah they haven't fired up the old vhr uh in quite some time. So he's asking people to donate their spare copies to him. You can mail your VHS of Titanic to him 
you're going to have to cover the shipping. But if you're interested in this madness, his address is P.O. Box 5355, Largo, Florida, 33779. God bless and good luck. Wow. Well, uh, this isn't the first, apparently. I'm reading here of how uh, some guy, uh, the collective, art collective, everything is terrible, is collecting copies of Jerry Maguire on VHS. They've, they've accumulated. They're doing a hell of a lot better than this other guy, than J.D. is. They've got over 30,000 VHS copies of Jerry Maguire. They did a stunt a few years ago where they opened up a pop-up store in L.A. that only stocked Jerry Maguire on VHS. Still looks like they're trying to collect them uh, to build a permanent Jerry Maguire pyramid of VHS tapes. That sounds like fun. 206. 1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Election year's coming up. A lot of people may be or may not be running for office, but if you are running for office, don't forget to vote for yourself. You got, you, you, I mean, it should really kind of a no-brainer because you, if you don't vote for yourself, you might lose the election. Like this guy. Back in my home state of Washington, in the town of Rainier, Washington, used to be the, uh, do they still make Rainier beer? You never get it down here, so I don't know. Hopefully they do. It was, it was pretty good beer. But uh, town of Rainier, Washington, uh, just on the outskirts of Seattle, had a city council election last month. Two guys running for the same seat, Damon Green, Ryan Roth. Well, they had to do a recount. That's why we're talking about it a month later. They had to do a recount after Ryan won by a single vote. He won 247 to 246. The reason it's in the news is because Damien could have won but he didn't vote for himself. He told a reporter it just felt too narcissistic. Okay, well, you lose. It's not clear if he voted for Ryan or someone else or just didn't vote at all. There were six write-in votes. But Ryan says he also thought about not voting for himself, Ryan the winner, but his wife, Ryan's wife, apparently the smart one in the family, convinced him that yeah you should vote for you yeah they all vote for themselves you, you should vote for yourself without that vote he and damien would have tied and the last time the town had a tie they picked the winner by flipping a coin but to damien's credit he's not complaining says he has no regrets and he plans on running again next time vote for yourself they all vote for themselves hillary voted for i'm sure uh, president trump voted for himself too why wouldn't you vote for yourself? It's too narcissistic. Okay. All righty. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. I'm not a fan of diarrhea, so I don't uh, hit up the uh, uh, the Chipotle very often. Whoa! 
but uh you may you may love the 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 bowls and the burritos and stuff that's that's great Uh, and your glove box is generally the place for all the extra napkins that you collect at fast food joints i mean that's where they go that's where they're supposed to go that's why the glove box was made to hold all the extra napkins that you steal from the fast food outlets because they never give you enough in the bag uh so chipotle has uh, added new merch to their website. It's a napkin holder that attaches to your visor. It's called the Chipotle Car Napkin Holder. It's supposed to be a playful jab at all the people who take way too many napkins when they order food. The idea is it declutters your glove box and offers easy access when behind the wheel. Uh, 30 bucks for a napkin holder? Really? Are you... Uh, no. Over the visor? No. No. But apparently, uh, people love them because they promptly sold out over the weekend. Not clear if they plan to stock more, but the good news is you don't need to wait. All they did was slap their logo on a tissue holder for visors and called it a napkin holder. So, some suckers out there. Amazon's got a ton of tissue holders that look just like it, and... They're a third of the price, so if you're into the idea, just buy one for 10 bucks and load it up with napkins instead of tissues. Yeah, it just says Chipotle. It's the only, that's the only difference. Yeah, way too much. I'll keep putting them in the glove box. You too? Yeah. Because you got to load, it's so much easier just to open a glove box and toss them in there. This visor thing, you have to actually, you know, take it down, load them in nicely, make sure they're going to come out. Just a hassle. Just a hassle. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Get one vote. That's all. That's that's it right there. Historically, what do we got today? Uh, 194 years ago, in 1829, the British Empire abolished the ancient Indian practice of sati. Uh Good idea that they uh, abolish that. Uh, sati is when a widow would, uh, in, in India, you know, an Indian woman, would, huh? Uh, dots, not feathers, uh, would burn herself to death on her husband's funeral pyre. Yeah, we need to abolish, uh, abolish that. There's still a lot of life to be lived after, he, after Apu is gone, I'm sure. No reason to burn. Toss your <laughs> can you imagine how many women you know yeah it, it was the they had to, they felt like they had to do it but they really didn't want to because they really didn't like their husband that much and they're kind of glad he's gone now they got to dump themselves on good job Britain it was one of the good things you did I guess sixty seven years ago on this date nineteen fifty six Elvis Presley Johnny Cash Carl Perkins Jerry Lee Lewis the killer. Recorded music together at Sun Studio in Memphis. Recordings were released 25 years later under the title The Million Dollar Quartet. Some great tunes on that one. It was on this date 60 years ago, 1963. Roger Dam Starbuck was awarded the Heisman Trophy. 43 years ago, in 1980, two months after the death of drummer John Bonham, the remaining members of Led Zeppelin announced uh, just weren't going to go along with their fallen friend out of respect, so there is no more Led Zeppelin. Aww. 
But you wouldn't know it because they're all over, still all over radio and on the internet. So there. Frank Zappa on this date in 1993 passed away of prostate cancer at the age of 52. Uh, 1997. Wow, seems like yesterday when Latrell Sprewell was choking out his coach <laughs> and got suspended for one year. Arbitrator reduced the suspension. He was with the Warriors back then. He's gone now, right? We don't have to worry about him. 17 years ago in this state, in 2006, an adult giant squid was captured on video for the first time in Japan. And uh, that's all the history. Nothing else. There's no more history. Zero history after that. 206-1580, toll-free, 888-441-1580. Again, coming up after a uh, fake news radio update in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking with none other than Dan Perkins. So you can look forward to that. And uh, oh, the, the toy drive went well at the the Walmart, the uh, Pet Smart Pet Supermarket uh, remote. That was fun yesterday. Seeing all the little puppies out there. It was my first time actually out in Sid's Solar City, out there in Babcock Ranch, and. Uh, oh, stuff's going, the, oh, the, hey, by golly, they're getting a Starbucks right there, Gash, getting a Starbucks, so you can buy overpriced coffee here, and just, it looks like it's almost ready to open, so overpriced coffee can be yours shortly. And, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, caught part of this and puked in my mouth when he started singing it. I don't know who this guy is. Apparently, he's a country artist. Warren Ziders. Did you hear him singing the national anthem at the Big 12 championship game? Good God. People were already making fun of it, and he wasn't even done singing it yet. It was horrible. We've got So I'm like, okay, who? For, I had to look him up because I had no idea who this guy is. Apparently, he's a country artist. We've got one song of his. He sounds like <laughs> sounds like his sinuses are perpetually clogged, and he's got this nasal whine. And I don't know if you want to look it up. I'm I don't want to hear it, but huh? Yeah, I should download it to piss people off when I play it. Yeah, it's it was Roseanne did a better job. Just saying, it was horrible. Texas won, by the way, 40, uh, 49 to twenty one. So. But Warren Ziders, dude, dude, ooh. 